Welcome to the first podcast of Dinner with the Joneses. We discuss random topics, religion, politics, science. And this first episode will just be a um, actually in the middle of a conversation that's already happening. So we just want to join join you in to um, to our time together. Okay, I just don't think. I mean, I get it. I, just... I see what you're saying, Mike. At least, at least in the case of alcohol, I definitely see why it would be needed on the spot because it it's gone so quickly. And there'd be absolutely no way to regulate drunk driving yeah, if you yeah. could immediately get a breathalyzer. Now, yeah, I now because like phone like police can get warrants within thirty seconds. I don't. Yeah, maybe, maybe on occasion. That's what I've heard from. Maybe well, on occasion, but. Let's yeah. say your blood alcohol is at point oh eight. Isn't that the legal yeah, limit? Yeah, that's Yeah. Thirty minutes, it could be a point oh seven. Yeah, that's true. I'm pretty sure that it could drop that quickly. I think it's lower now. I think mothers against drunk driving has advocated for well, lower and lower. That's good. But but think about it. If you let's say you had an alcohol alcohol blood level of like point one two, and you were driving along swerving. Actually, yeah, swerving around, and then a cop pulled you over, and you didn't really do anything. Like, you didn't speed, and you didn't well, that's crash into anyone. That's you know, reckless is 30 miles per hour over. Well, it can also be... It can also be yeah. reckless literally driving, reckless like driving. driving. But let's say it's subtle swerving. Isn't that dri- DUI, driving under the influence? Well, it's only DUI if they can prove that you were drunk. Or under the but you can also just be a reckless driver. Oh, yeah. oh just yeah, yeah. by it. Okay. That's, it's so, just I'm so against the pot thing. It's like, I smell such and such, and such coming from your car. Can I search your car? It's just, it's fake probable cause, and that's kind of what I have a problem with. Well, the, if you're talking about, I mean, I if you're talking about an instance where with Kelly and I, the officer wasn't implying that we were driving under the influence. He was implying that we were carrying pot from Colorado to the Yeah, but that's, that's what he takes saying. you into the station and says, I want your blood and urine samples to see if you have weed in your system. Okay. Will the warrant fix that? I think so, yeah. How? Because then if, if they search the car and can't find any weed in the mm-hmm. car, then he can't have a warrant. And then he can't test your system for. But can he get a warrant? He, just, he already searched cost? your car. I thought he needed a warrant before he searched the car. Well, he got two. <laughs> okay, okay. okay. That's what Sam's saying. Is like if he had probable cause, which is smelling, uh, smelling marijuana, weed, even though he didn't smell it. Yeah, and then he called whoever he needed to. What the would judge. be the opposition to getting that warrant? They're just like, no, I, I know you're lying to me, cop. Like he doesn't have any way to hold him accountable. There should be a way to hold him accountable. Yeah. Because he well, made up a fake probable cause. And you should, well, if you come up with that, let's hear it. But, I mean, I, I, uh, yeah. that'd be good. Yeah. But I don't know anyway. Yeah, but again, I feel like they're not even punished for doing something like that. Like, cops aren't even... But how would, who can verify that? I mean... The, the if only... you say, I smell weed coming from your car, you search the car, there's no weed. You take blood samples from both... Of the suspects. Wait, hold on, hold on. Stop, 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 stop. So he didn't find any weed. So then he asks us, "Can I have a blood sample?" Yeah. Let's say, let's say all the above is true. Let's let's say he takes samples. Which, for the record, he didn't do. Yes, I understand. 
But let's say he did. Let's say he searched the car, didn't find anything. With then let's say he took out a gun and shot both of them. No, that's not the equivalent. Wait, wait, I mean, what you're saying is, what's protecting people like Kelly and Allison against an officer who has bad intentions? Yeah. Where is their protection? What is it that that in some way protects them against somebody who's trying to railroad them? Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, so it's not like an if, you know, it's like at what point is it too much? When you yeah. say, real quick, when you say railroad, in order for that cop to charge us with driving under the influence, he would have to somehow swap out our clean blood samples with dirty blood samples or change up the numbers, which means that the lab would also be corrupt and his supervisor would also be corrupt so then you'd have an entire well you wouldn't even have to do that you could just plant weed in your car and have enough evidence there right yeah. but i'm i mean what percentage of the time does that really happen it happens i think more often than we think it does well if it does that then you go to court i mean if you can't believe that even if it didn't even if it didn't even if he said i just smell weed from your car with no foundation to that claim why isn't that officer in any trouble at all why is that just acceptable because who can verify that who can check that you, you just have to trust that they're using their if best you search the car and there's no weed in the car and he said and he says I, my mistake and you just have to believe that i mean you can't just call him out for lying because what evidence do you have that he's lying well, does, it does. Something, if he so. said he smelled something and there's no weed to smell, yeah, skunk, like, skunks smell like weed. I mean, it's like and our cars, our car. cars smelled real bad because we had been <laughs> we had been driving no, in it for I a week straight. No, I smell the smell weed, and it doesn't smell like a, a dirty car. I know, I know, no, we're joking, but, but I mean, I here's my theory though, and I know this many people would disagree with this because this doesn't always work. But if you were respectful to the cop. Nine, 99 times out of 100, they're not going to to go out of their way to... Is there a quota for collecting weed from cars? I'm not sure of the process. I would need to look that up. Here's the thing. I'll, I'll give you this. If there's some sort of quota for cops finding weed in cars or charging people... But what other DUIs, reason would he have to say that? That's my... That's the thing I question. Well, according to Allison, he said that that was a very common... They fit the profile of people who were trafficking. Yeah, I know, but it doesn't matter if you fit a profile. You can't just... Yeah, no, and I I agree. But again, you you can't verify that. Like, you can't verify, no, officer, you don't smell weed. Like, no one can test that. No Obviously, one... you shouldn't say that at the beginning, but then you can just let him go on his way and then sue the city, saying, this cop said I would... If you really want to waste your life, yeah. But, again, as Allison said, most cops aren't like that. If they genuinely do something that's really, really bad... Then you bad, can go to court, and you can successfully yeah. find them to be in the wrong. But well, what, if you didn't have a recording, really hard, then it's just he said, she said. Yeah, but what, what Allison's saying and what that instructor guy, that top police officer self-defense said to me is like, you just don't argue with the police officer except in court, because you're just... No, I, I completely understand that. But yeah. That, and that's where you that hold, cost. and that's where you hold them accountable. The law isn't going to cover every... So- all, like, if, if you're also someone who's pretty disenfranchised and you don't have the money to fight that case, then there's what, nothing what's, that's it. It. what's your alternative? You're, are you 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 have a you have a an axe to grind. So what's the alternative? Uh, body cams, verify or interviewing a cop after an arrest, or giving them some. But sort that's of the beauty of it. You have the right to record 
that interaction. Yeah, no, okay. no officer is saying you don't have that right. So you're saying it's up to the person, not the cop, to be responsible. But also the cop, and they're giving out yes. body cams for that reason too. But the problem is with body cams, you can turn them off. You can edit the footage. Yeah, and that's why you have yours. Yeah, and again, but then that should get the cop in even more trouble if you present that in court and there's two contradicting stories. Well, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, good, but it's just the thing that cops, even if when, when that is caught and when that is prosecuted, somehow, so, with some miracle, yes, it, even the cops don't even get punished that Yeah, badly. well, people are corrupt. We've all known that. <laughs> And yeah, but I think cops should be held to a higher standard than just your average should. I agree, but... They should. should. Yeah. But that doesn't... Human nature... Because of human nature, that doesn't always yeah. play out that way. You, you gotta protect yourself first rather than relying on other things to protect you. I think that cops should receive... I don't know what the training is like, but I think there should be more ethics training for sure. Okay. And I'm sure they get that all the time, especially in light of what's been happening the last few years. But I agree. I think that... A, frankly comes down to ethics because uh, unfortunately cops do need to hold a certain type of power and a certain type of responsibility or else there'll be absolutely no control right right if you have the right to deny everything it would be absolute anarchy people would be murdering everywhere getting away with it driving drunk all the time getting away with it like the cops have to be have able to make power. moral judgment no i don't calls. i don't disagree with that i'm sure cops have some power obviously but in my opinion, they have more power than. But with with power, with power, you have to have even more ethics training and even more yeah. training because yeah. no matter yeah. who you are, if you're put in that position, you're gonna abuse it in some way. Well, I think the whole point is to have the checks and balances in place because you can't just trust people based on ethics training to be good people. I'm agree. I'm agreeing. But when it comes down to it, yeah. with all the checks and balances we have, because we do have a ton for the protection of the people, there will still be some things that police have the authority to do and say. Really? That no one else? Is that, do you agree? Right, for example, when the cop came up to us and was like, I smell this. Right. There's no one else to verify that. But mm -hmm. we're basically, leave, we're having faith in our in our judicial system that they're not going to abuse that's them. a really valid point. so in order for us to have faith in that there needs mm -hmm. to be a lot of ethics training and I, again i don't know what type of training that's to go kind of what i'm having trouble with because they're I supposed to be faith. like the watchdogs they're supposed to be the protectors and the caretakers right so it's this whole like idea of when your caretaker turns on you like how do you even yeah i think there's i don't know i think when corrupt cops are caught, or when something is caught, I think they get much, like, just... Like a slap on the wrist. Yeah. Well, then, now that it's all publicized, though, like, when's the last time that a cop's been caught and gotten, like, a slap on the wrist? Like, Rodney King was the last time, I feel like. Michael, and and that's, I mean, an, that's a huge exaggeration, but, like, whenever some sort of situation like this goes public, like, those cops are fired. Like... Well, they should be fired at least. Yeah. 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 Good. <laughs> I mean, no one's that, disagreeing. I don't but think, I think it, those, those cases you. should be more public and, and some, more, more publicized where you have corrupt police officers and they should be ahead of there. They're again, very public, and I think they do get But then you get people like pay, like who do these kind of things and get just like yeah, paid like pay or something like that. Yeah, well, nothing that absurd. I feel like is only one of your, what you're saying is corruption among the police force. 
Yeah. Yeah. And among the justice system, and how judges and cops and work together. This kind of ro- like right. relationship which, that is very destructive. Which, unfortunately, I mean, I wish I knew more about, but I know that's really prevalent in like, <laughs> South America. There's yeah. a corruption in the judicial system within the cops. They're yeah. all working together, and no one's safe. And so it's like, at the end of the day, it kind of comes down to people need to be held to the law, like period. And the more you have people within the system who knowing each other, paying people off or any of that, like these sort of relationships, I think that's where systems like HR come into play. Yeah, 100%. To execute that and to, like you have to have some sort of code. Yeah. And I mean, I think they do, but yeah, in a lot of small towns, like even in Harrisonburg or in the Shenandoah Valley, I just remember one of my friends talking about how, like, she couldn't get custody of her child, essentially because her husband was in the justice system, or her ex, oh. or, like, the people yeah. that he knew. So there was no, it felt like there was no protection for her in that case. I mean, I think she could have somehow fought that. Like, I have trouble believing that if you don't keep appealing that because of certain reasons. That the law wouldn't uh, protect you. Also, this yeah, sorry. Yeah. Okay. So also, this whole thing with expert witnesses in your trial taking six months to actually get going, get on its feet, is pretty absurd. Like, I've, wait, 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 hold on. Clarify that, because I used to work for a company that, and they were expert witnesses for trials. Well, I mean, I, there was this one defense attorney I was listening to on a podcast who was just saying like. Expert witnesses are basically just paid off. And That's a thousand trillion billion percent not true, especially, I can say at least in all cases, because I worked for a forensic lab, and we worked, we were for expert witnesses for like hundreds of trials every year. And they're not paid off. Like Well, for the courts, isn't that different than the court system? Expert witnesses? Is what would expert witnesses in the court system look like? Well, I don't know. Just well, nothing, they, they not, be, so you're not saying scientists, you're saying something else? Well, he was just saying like every witness he had paid had said what they wanted for that. Would the prosecution he, yeah. have paid? Well, they're not going to put on a witness that won't say what they're going to do. Absolutely. They're going to go to someone that will test something that comes back with a result they like. Right. There's been plenty kind of, of times that so, they... But it's not... Obje- it's just like... I don't know. The of whole, course it's a, not. It's a competition. That's why there's it's two sides. It is. Yeah. But yeah, yeah that's, that's absurd. It's playing with people's lives. The defense like, will have to yeah. take those samples to that expert witness and use them. Yeah, but it's know. it's a game to get people out or in of jail. Yeah. And it's absurd. That's yeah. absurd. It's not objective at all. It's just doing well, yeah. the best. Well, yeah, the your, lawyer, you had, your like, lawyer's not trying to be objective. The lawyer you hire is trying to win for you. Well, yeah, I understand. But it's it's getting to the point where this where they know the person is guilty and they want to get him a lower sentence because they know it's going to look good on their resume if they want to sign up for like a firm or something. Yeah. There's some defense... Otherwise there's, they'd have no motivation. I mean, I think there's these are all like very generalizations though. These are huge generalizations because there's many defense attorneys out there that know full well that their client is guilty and they'll try and find a deal or a lesser charge, but they're not going to... They don't always go out of their way to prove that they're 100% innocent. If they don't know for sure whether they were guilty or not, then yeah, they're going to say this person's completely innocent. That's just what I heard, because this guy was saying, like, the worse the criminal is, the 
the more defense attorneys are going to want to want to defend that person. That's oh, not. Yeah. That's a hundred percent not always true. I don't know who the heck this guy. What is that? What? What? What do you mean by? Because it, it looks. Because it's going to look even better if they somehow defend oh, some yeah, serial killer. Yeah, it's an infamous criminal who they got. Oh, I see. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Like I can understand that. I don't necessarily see anything wrong with that. It makes you look good. It makes you look like. You're a good attorney, you know right. what he's doing. Right. Yeah, but here's the thing, Mike. Let's say it was the other way around. First of all, I, that's not 100% true. That doesn't happen all the time. Second of all, if that wasn't the case, let's say you have a defense attorney that hates your guts and wants to see you burn in jail, then you're not going to have a fair defense, even if you are guilty. Everyone, whether they're guilty or not, is has the right to a defense. And no, but just the way the money is involved in it, it's just... Very, I mean, it's just like a lot of money. Well, I mean, I feel that way about politics. Well, yeah, like I, I agree. I totally, I'm 100% like with you. Paying, and it's all this money that's in politics, and it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's it's bribery all. for politics. It's terrible. It's, yeah. it's yeah. basically, I mean. Well, the bipartisan thing is a game because of all the money. That's like, not it's always just, true. It's just, that's, not, that's not always how it, it is a game, but it's not a game where just these groups can donate like millions of dollars for their cause and it's basically just bribery saying support what i support you're going to lose all this money and you're not going to have support for the next election yeah what, what are we disagreeing on the how the money is used or like i'm not saying it's organizations used in, i'm not being, saying it's used in a good way i'm saying the bipartisan system is a game in the u.s yeah but it doesn't always it doesn't have to be that like that because you can limit that or you can know those organizations from joining those millions of dollars and basically being able to threaten you or blackmail you or saying like, or you can you can say like this corporation donated millions of dollars to this candidate and now we're not going to give that money to them anymore because we stopped supporting their policies and then they'll donate to another candidate. That's the so what do you what do you suggest that, the alternative to that? The representatives That's, that are, are elected actually represent. <laughs> the Wait. policies they were elected from the first place. So corporations don't have the right to to fund them and give them any money. They do to a. I should. I think they should. They should be funded to a certain extent. Oh my because God. I think And maybe those corporations, which actually operate in their jurisdictions, maybe that's even possible. Yeah. Uh, that's Wait, I don't understand. You're saying corporations that you're upset that corporations that donate. A lot of money are kind of blackmailing the politician to say what they want them to say. Is that what you're kind of? Yeah, it's like say what we, what our position is, or you're going to lose all this. Well, money. yeah, because I mean, yeah, so but that's not you, representing the people and why he was elected. That's well, then get money from somewhere else. But yeah, I mean, you kind of agree. If you take money from someone, you're kind of under. That's their, a business relationship. Yeah, yeah, but, but business yeah, relationships should be involved in government. As a politician, is the idea. That that's not. A good idea. Yeah, absolutely yeah. not. Especially when you say it like that. It's like if you were, let's say, you were anti-government or anti-gun senator, and you won, and then the NRA was like, "All right, shut up about anti-gun, and we'll pump you a million dollars." Then that's but, but, pretty but corrupt. Thing, they, the politician oh, yeah. has a choice. Yeah. They can say yes or no. Like. I, they're, yeah, but again, you're the being offered millions so you can win the next election, the next election, the next election. Okay, that's so that's their choice. I feel like that once you've already gotten to that point, you're so immersed in the game 
that it's very hard to. I mean, it takes a really special person to be like, no. Yeah. I mean, I think Donald Trump is the closest person that's even come to that because he's like, I'm not even going to be taking any money. He's unique because he had like 50 million for his campaign. He literally had like 500 million. Or right. Like Which is very unique. I think for him, he, it wasn't about the money. But I think it's very rare. Like, sadly. I don't know. I just. I think there's a freedom mm-hmm. for it to. I mean. It's your choice. Yeah. You can't take it, like, you don't have it's just like, how did we get? Right. Like, you get whether or not to cross. But how did we? That's that's a bad. That's a bad thing. <laughs> but yeah, right, that you even have that choice. Is that what you're saying? Like, well, the well, well, yeah, they have that choice and they choose to be cross. Yes. Exactly. But how did we get even to that point where it was possible that you could have this corruption the enter? With ooh, that's well, it's just like with the war, like with these yeah. contractors supporting pro-war candidates. I mean, the only reason they're doing it is because they can initiate larger conflicts, and hopefully, they'll the people business. they elected will support the government or the Senate buying contracts from these companies. Yeah, like I don't know, like uh, North Grumman and their missiles. Like you buy missiles if you support candidates that support pro-war policies. It's well, just a machine, and it's causing more harm than good. It's kind of it's like, I don't know. I guess I'm still not seeing where the lack of freedom is. I mean... Uh, I'm not saying it's a lack of freedom. I'm saying it's almost... Well, it's, it's, too, it's much too much freedom, freedom for, for politics. Too much, yeah. For the Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so then what? what's the alternative? I guess not yeah. letting companies like Northrop Grumman be able to fund pro war candidates. But you, then you need to... Figure out how to define exactly. the laws such that mm-hmm. it does doesn't provide loopholes for other companies. Or do you want to cut off campaign funding altogether? Right. That, that's another possibility. Yeah, that, would be, that would be one of the only ways. Wow. To yeah, I still don't, I still don't get this wow. because yeah, if you take the money, you kind of have to do what they say because they're funding you. Yeah. Right. If you you don't, do. It's a business relationship. I, yeah, you I don't choose get... to be in that relationship right. or you don't choose to be in that Right, but that's choosing corruption, not choosing right. corruption, but it's legalized corruption. It's right. what you were calling corruption. Yeah. Because it's legal. If someone gives you money, you, the only reason you're doing what you're doing, it, like, I get paid at my job because I have to do what my boss says right. I do. Right, like, exactly. It's the same thing. It's Imagine the same you're, thing. you're working for, on the, on the okay. CEO, as a CEO chairman, uh-huh. and you get, or as a chairman oh, on, like, these tables of investors, and you get paid by this company to support something or other. That's corruption. But those well, people, I don't have to accept that money. But you can, but right. but and then that's corruption, correct? But it's the same thing for politicians. Okay, but you, it's okay. Before we keep going with this, I I think the word corruption is subjective. But there's a law about corruption. I thought it's legal corruption. Well, for politicians it is, is, but for other scenarios, it's not. That's what I'm saying. What do you mean other scenarios? There's plenty of people on YouTube that are funded by companies and they're paid to advocate or promote those companies. Okay. Is that also corruption? And run out of the kitchen. Thank you for tuning into the first episode. (laughs) (laughs) We appreciate your following and hope (laughs) hope you come back again. (laughs)